Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. And we're doing something a little different tonight, Ez. Well, first of all, we did that intro without the script. Yes, we did. Man, is that rote or what? That's something. Pretty good. Pretty awesome. Pretty amazing. Um, We're proud of ourselves. You guys are patting ourselves on the back already. Pretty hard. Right out the gate. So I got marks on my back. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, these next couple, last week was, um, I think we said in this lull here before we start mm-hmm. um, with uh, Two Towers, just a nice kind of relax. Taking a breath. Taking a breath. Yeah. Um, things have been, uh, th- two and a half hours every week, guys, is intense for us, just so you know. Um Sometimes it's it's sleeping under the stars. Sometimes it's, it's literally intense, intense outside. <laughs> as is like, can I come in now? <laughs> oh, that's gosh. your spot. As you stay you there, stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but we're we're actually. I'm, this is fun because it's a nice uh, shake up. We'll get right back into uh, the the uh, format that you guys are used to. You know, mm-hmm. when we get to the um, the reread there. But yeah. uh, this is nice. We get to break down sort of the film. Talk about yep. you know book to film uh, yep. today. So yep. book to film episodes. And be honestly, Lane knows a lot more. Like you are a student of these films. You were into film. I I did. Yeah, I did. Lo- yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I I almost I was watching it today. Actually, again, I had it in the background, and I was thinking to myself, yeah. um, I almost wish I could go back and not because I tend to look at it in an analytical way now. Gotcha. You've yeah. seen it so many times that. Um, you start to think about, oh yeah, this is where you, you start to, it runs together watching the appendices and watching the film runs together. You're like, oh yeah, that's actually when, when behind the cameras, this happened. Uh, or, I see what that was saying. the day where, or, or I look at it and I'm like, oh man, I love this. Um, I love this, uh, uh, discontinuation or whatever. Oh, uh, what is it? What is that called? Uh, you're speaking a foreign language to me uh, right now. It's where, oh, crap, um, continuity, a continuity issue where like, you know, the boat is facing one way. In the tight shot, and in the wide shot, it's faced the other way, which happens um, on 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 the lake uh, by, for the breaking of the fellowship when Sam and Frodo are hugging. So, if you want, I'm sure some of you have noticed that too, fellow OCD uh, individuals out there. Uh, yeah. So, wow. So, anyway, stuff like that, and I'm just like, you know, I wish I could step back and and not think about it that much. Yeah. Uh, in that way, but you're right. I do love these the, uh, this film especially, man. If I have if I if I feel down or if I want to feel comforted, I pop this in. This is the first film I ever played for Winnie. She was like really? three days old. Oh, cool. Um, and um, yeah, so it's, I, I do, especially this movie, I love this one. Yeah. But, well, this is, I think, where um, a lot of people, you know, this was their in, yes, right? As yes. you've said in the past. And um, we've heard different individuals say that if that, if, if you love, if you love the films and hadn't read the books, mm-hmm. that you're not really a fan of Tolkien, that you're a fan of Peter Jackson. I've heard that. I've heard people say that different, different versions of that over the yeah. years. I, I couldn't disagree more. Okay. I really couldn't. I think, um, I think that's some sort of, uh, 
highbrow notion that I don't think should be thrown around Middle Earth. I don't think that's a very nice thing to do, honestly. Because I think that the... Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about it here. I think the films do such a good job of... Yes, they do change things. Yes, they replace things. And and, and even for, for guys like us who know both, we think, mm-hmm. I really wish they wouldn't have done that. But so much they did right counter, yeah. counterbalances that or balances that, I guess. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it that way. I didn't like it done that way necessarily. But there's enough other good stuff that that's okay. Well, what I think is neat is that the, the creator of... You know these films, the the creators of, the, of these films, um, they did have an appreciation for. They did. Tolkien. You know, they, did. they they believed in this project. They wanted it to be, yeah. you know, uh, something awesome. So and uh, and it is, and, and it kind of drives people in, in in back into the books, uh, yep. which is which has been pretty neat. It did that for us, absolutely. You know, uh, so. helped me discover the book. I didn't even know. Right. Yeah. There's, there's that whole it piece existed. Too. So. so yeah, yeah, because you really this just it's a good story. These characters, um, you know. I don't know. It's, I think your job's a lot easier when you have a, a text like that to pull from, don't you? Absolutely. You know, when it's that thick with, uh, there's so much goodness there. Yes. There's too much. And that's, there was so much that they actually had to make an extended edition. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, and probably that's probably like the best thing, the gift. And it's also part of, probably the curse because yeah. you realize you're going to have to sacrifice certain things because, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge series television show that came out over, you know, seven seasons and mm-hmm. you could, or six seasons, you could do a, you know, a book. Um, each season kind of a thing. It was, you had three hours to tell what we just spent the last eight months reading. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. that's, that's a huge, and I think they even, they talk about that. The, um, especially Peter Jackson and then, um, uh, Philippa Boyens and, and, uh, Fran Walsh, uh, Peter Jackson's partner. They, they wrote together obviously. And they said they almost kind of felt like that burden. They felt like Frodo. Mm-hmm. Like like getting this script right, telling the story the right way, in a way that worked on film as well was uh, it felt like a, a great task and journey. So yeah, well you know another thing for those who say who made that comment, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I guess you know I, I I I get where you could say like the show's coming out, and are you are you a fan of the way the show did you know took care of yeah. of Tolkien versus how Peter Jackson did. And you're kind of comparing right. that, but I think it's still, you know, both of those, you can be a fan yeah. uh, of, of the show and, and, and the, um, you know, the movies and be a fan of Tolkien. Too, yes. You I know? agree. That's it, actually why people will go watch the movies and, <laughs> and uh, the, the, the TV show, yeah, the TV show. So, right. Right. And I think, I don't know. I don't know it's, it, you gotta, you have to think of it as, um, you know, Tolkien created this world, and it was his, right? Obviously, but then you've got other people who've come in. Even if you look at artists, I mean, I don't, you don't see that a lot with um, Tolkien artists who go, "Well, that guy." I mean, that guy doesn't, um, he, he he doesn't belong, you know, in the Tolkien art world, yeah. right? There, how many different ideas? And I just love it because what he did is he created this world, and there are different artists that can come in and imagine it in their own in their own way. And Peter Jackson's yeah. part of that, and this TV show will be part of that as well. And it's just a cool thing. So anyway. I just yeah. think, you know, it's, it's worth being said because I think some people, they think, you know, the book is, is superior. And if you, if you don't like the book better then there's something wrong with you, I think they're, they're two different things and they can be liked, you know, equally and separately. Okay. Or I'm a liar. I don't know. I mean, one of the two. Or, or you're so. just, you know, you're just one man with an opinion. So let's get into this. Uh, so the general overview of the film, I'm guessing, I'm guessing all of you have seen it. There might be a couple. Um, who haven't, but you know, what happens is it takes us through the first two books of the fellowship of the ring book one and book two, uh, begins with the prologue detailing the history of the ring. And then it picks up in the Shire and we follow 
the journey uh, until the fellowship breaks, and then we have Boromir's death, and the ring bearer had the ring bearer heads east with Samwise the Brave. Yeah, that's, so that's uh, that's the, the general I'm idea of the film. Surprised you could condense everything down to was that three sentences? Uh, one long run on cool. I used summarizer.com. <clears throat> I did a really good job. Oh. I typed in the entire script and it just <laughs> that's fantastic. So, yeah. So uh, we're going to do three chunks here, right? As we're going to do yeah. what they got right. So just kind of like things we liked about the film in general. Um, and it can, you know, here's the other thing. It can, it can be tied directly to the book or not. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. yeah you sure. know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, everything will tie back into like feelings that we get from the book, but we, we might not necessarily do a bunch of uh, specifics like, well, in this chapter, we remember this happened. Okay. Well, in the movie, that doesn't happen because you are all very intelligent human beings you guys know, you, you know all those details too. Uh, and that would just be kind of boring to sit here and listen about how, how the movies and film, the movies and book are, are different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have what they got right. We also have uh, another section, what they, what they cut or changed and why we miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have our favorite moment moments from film one. And then we're going to talk real quick about the theatrical release versus the extended edition. Um, and then we have some little nuggets of trivia also. Okay. So most of those, if you've, if you've, um, we're going to pull them from IMDb and just from, from when we've, when we've watched. So, uh, full clarity there, but, um, you know, and if, and if you know some Easter egg, we, I mean, we learned behind the scenes stuff from Tammy, if you remember, that's true. Going back to that. So if that you know some true. other stuff too, and you, maybe we could start a thread there. So behind the scenes, yeah. you know, trivia yeah. from the movies that from film one that you, you know, that we may have missed. So, yeah. And it awesome. won't be real long, but just some cool, funny stuff. So, yep. Gotcha. All right, man. So, okay. what they got right as what they got right. Start um, us off, my man. Well, you want me to start us off? Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> I do. Well, I was thinking about you know, as you just said, uh, comparing the books and um, the movies. Yeah. Which we're not going to do for you guys, right? Yeah. You said uh, basically, uh, you guys know the differences. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I just want to make a comment that I think if I had. To make those decisions. Yes. You know, I think one of the better decisions is actually skipping Crick Hollow. And I think that's sort of a shocker for some folks. Uh, because I said in the previous episode that I that I like that and I would have liked to have seen it, I think. But I'm thinking for theatrical, you know, mm-hmm. um, it release. It work necessarily. Sure. Well, mm-hmm. theatrical. But then I guess mm-hmm. once they decided to do the extended edition, I'm kind of like, could you have done that? Could, could You know, in the extended, could you have... Mm-hmm. You know, how extended could you get? I guess. That's where, yeah, that's, that's a that's, good question. That's that's where I'm going. So, um, I guess if you had to, you know, clip something out, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, there's that mm-hmm. whole bit with mm-hmm. the conspiracy unmask, mm-hmm. you know, uh, situation. I mean, I love it. I love that we're all, you know, sharing the same bathtub. You don't want a beer in the throat, know. huh? Yeah, I mean, it's it is actually. That's I like a very it a lot. Appealing scene for a lot. I was of having a lot of fun during the reread, you know, talking <laughs> about that that section. We got of, all of the wet. Book. You know, there's yeah. na- then, you, then you could work in the nudity. You oh, can see yeah. some naked hobbits running yeah. around. The only thing covering them is those those hair on the on the tops of the feet. Yeah, those man. hair, and you know <laughs> bottles. You could put you know, or I'm sorry, a, a mug of beer could be conspicuously placed. Sure. Yep. Sure. 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 And I don't well, know. I mean, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Everything gets all soapy, and then there's suds from the beer and the soap. What What's going on? Sounds like you're ready to uh, go <laughs> shoot this in the backyard here uh, once the sun goes down. Um, <laughs> So, anyways, well, that that'll be on Patreon exclusively. Uh, that's after hours. Um, 
Oh, God. Hobbits in the Dark with Our Lane Smith. Little radio theater we could do. <laughs> Hobbits uh, in the dark, man. So no, but uh, mm. another thing that I like about that that I, I'm still I'm okay that they skipped it and that they cut it out, but I'm also kind of torn. And as I said, with the you know uh, extended edition, mm-hmm. we could have we could have seen more of their uh, society and, and, mm. and culture. You know what I mean? I mean, you're getting into what I've what I hope this show's about as. I know, yeah. I right. hope there's a season that's just spent in the Shire because there is right. so much to. It's it, it's amazing to read, right? But don't you doesn't it make you also want to see it? Yeah, because they executed the the hobbits mm-hmm. and the Shire so well. That's I think that's a that's one of my points actually somewhere yeah. down the line. But yeah, mm-hmm. well, so so anyways, I think you know uh, skipping it though. If I had to pick a spot, you know, something to mm. to kind of actually cut out the, to to um, race them along a little bit more. Uh, that okay. might have been it. Now. I like that specific too that you picked that one. Like well, if, if I'm going through, I'm on the filmmaker. I'm definitely like I'm looking but, through the book, and that's the one thing for sure I'm cutting. Yeah, but think about I this like though. That. If that is, let's say they came to that. Well, you know, obviously they cut it right. So <laughs> if they came to if that conclusion they came in to the that past, conclusion <laughs> in the past, uh, then anyway, <laughs> no. It, so it makes me think that that. Um, I wonder whether they just said, "Yeah, we're going to cut the old forest first, or they mm-hmm. said. Crick Hollow, and then they said, "Well, wait a second. How do we even get into the, you know, the old forest without Crick Hollow? You know, like how would yes. you have done it? They do build on each other. You're right. You yeah, couldn't so, just, you, yeah, you're right. You couldn't go from from, you know, the farmer ma- the 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 stuff with the, the farmer maggot crossing the into, ferry, yeah. and then and then pop up in the in the Barrow Downs, for instance. That wouldn't work either. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure yeah, out. Like, you're how, right. How, so once you make that decision, I'm kind of like, well, I, th- I don't know that you, like, how, how would I do it? There are ways, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't seem right to me. And so I, I don't know. When, when you make that decision, then mm-hmm. I think, okay, now I'm starting to understand why they did cut some of this stuff out. Yeah. You know, because it's like, if you do Old Forest, well, you got to do, you got to set it up. They all link in. And yeah. Tom Bombadil's that thread, too, that kind of. Right. And the Old Forest is long. So them all together. You know, it is it's, long. It's long. It is long. Um, so there's a lot there. And then you yeah. get the Barrow Downs. Which, I know. Now, that's the part, though. That if they would have decided with with Crick Hollow to do that, and if they would have decided to do Old Forest, mm-hmm. I think they could have skipped the Barrow Downs. You know, see that. See ya. Have yeah. a good time. Which head on over into Bree. Yeah, you're right. Have you're right. One. Yes, because uh, it's just like I guess that's one more extra thing with Tom that you don't that you don't necessarily have to have. You could imply that it happened, but you don't have to show it. That's true. And then you said that my here we go. We're gonna stay under forty five minutes, right? My imagination right. goes to that illustration John Howe has of the of the Barrow Whites. How cool yeah. it would be to see them on. I mean, that that then that's just fan service, I guess, right? For me to just want to have that section so I can see that that mm. that creature kind of realized. But my gosh, that'd be amazing. Well, I mean, oh my gosh, it's a pretty significant. I mean, it's it a is. chapter. It's it's a whole chapter, right? So, right. and it's a moment where it's um it's primal fear of death. Yeah, that's unlike anything they've had before. Yeah, and, and, and for a while until a lot yeah. of mystery around it. There's yes, there a is. Uh yeah. yeah so I don't know I can't stop staring at your chest I mean yeah we didn't we didn't get we didn't even get my eyes up when there. are we gonna talk about that oh the shirts we didn't even talk about them we'll do it at the end stick around to the end we're gonna stick around we're to gonna talk end. about the shirts guys because they're just <laughs> we'll let you know if they're still comfortable then yeah we after will. I'm sweating for my pits yeah same. okay so I said uh, are we going reverse order uh, I started start with my bottom okay I'm gonna start with my I bottom with my wow. <laughs> That was in that bath, beer, and conspiracy. Uh, oh boy! Uh, to I don't know, um, section in Crick Hollow. Yeah. So uh, Tolkien's words. Here you go. Wow, this fits right in nicely. Um, I just think that, and what I mean by that is, I mean um, the script's adaptation of Tolkien's work. Okay. Um, 
So, you know, again, I'm not going to pull in specifics because it would. I, I just think it's boring. We're just going to general here. I think. Um, I think they did a really good job of even if they had to give lines to different characters, which you'll notice they do that a lot, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. going through this reread, and even for us getting refreshed with with um, with the book and going like, oh, I mean, I would do it all the time. I'd underline something and go, "Hey, um, actually, Gandalf said this in the movie," or "Wow, this was Sam." Yeah, this yeah. In, in the in the movie, this was someone else. Um, but I think so. So I think that could be kind of annoying, sort of, or or just you'd feel like, but that's not what. Don't wanted and my inner OCD kind of does that I'm mm-hmm. like no um, or just my attention to detail I guess but but I, I also think well but they got the line in they didn't have to put that line in they could have said yeah, well yeah. this character is not going to be able to see it say it here so it's gone it's cut and so I think through that you could say that maybe they didn't have um, there wasn't the correlation to the character obviously but there was a huge respect and desire to get his words in there not their own words. Yeah, I got you. Um, and they, I think they even did some things with lines where they, um, uh, I, the, what's coming to my mind right now is, is Boromir's um, uh, fall, okay, on Amon, um, Amon Hen. Okay, yeah. There, there's, there, you look at the, the, the section and the chunks that they took and put into the film, and I think they abridged that beautifully. They took the most pivotal lines out of there. Gotcha. Gave it to them in the film. And then I can go back to the book and I can go, oh, look at all this extra stuff he said too. It flushes it out more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, maybe it's not that he didn't say it in the movie. Maybe it's just like, you know, I don't know how long that scene lasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And that's that whole cool idea that that um, Peter Jackson also worked into it too is it's like, we're, this is a documentary film. Yeah. He said, you know, when they made these movies, he's like, think of it that way, that we're going in, we, we're lucky enough to have cameras in this world and we're just capturing stuff. And well, in a documentary film, do you see everything that's said? No, there's editing still. So you can imagine that stuff being there. But I think they did a great job of honoring the book. They were fans of the book first. Um, and then changing that into a script. Something that, by the way, everyone ever of all time uh-huh. who, who had this um, proposition before them said, it's impossible. These books right. are unfilmable. You can't, you can't turn this... Um, and if you you can't turn this classical work of literature and mythology into a mm-hmm. into a script, you can't do it. And if you do, people are going to hate it. They did both. They did turn it into one, and they turned it into one that even even diehard book only fans can watch that movie and go, "Wow, okay, it's impressive." Yeah, so, you know. <clears throat> well, okay. I, I guess my thoughts on what you said there. Um, the are you going to critique me here? No, 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 no. I think. Well, I hope so. No, the uh, okay. So so it's not. Just, I mean, you've got the script, yeah. Um, you know, and then a part of that is the way in which uh, this film was introduced. You talked about the prologue, mm-hmm. right? A little yes. bit and how they just sort of like narrated to us yeah. all these histories, right? So that whole scene with Gandalf kind of going back and explaining that is just yeah done very nicely. You get some yeah, very right. uh, important lines there. You get um, the shadow of Mordor in there. You yeah. get all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, uh, kind of thrown in a quick history. Uh, to all of this, it's and don't pretty you, solid. Yeah, and don't you like too that it doesn't necessarily mean that Gandalf didn't also tell that right. that story. It's exactly. just it, we're hearing it from Galadriel. Galadriel narrates yeah. that beginning, and, and and who else? It's very fitting that she's the one sort of telling us this as well. So yeah, I thought it, I it's it, it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's neat. Yeah. The, the other piece to that, so you've got that narration thing where someone's kind of telling the story or speeding mm-hmm. us along or mm-hmm. getting us filling in the gaps, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have uh, the dialogue. Yeah. And I just cannot, I mean, I know. like, 
it word choice. I know. Like you said, like pulling certain lines, giving them to certain characters, Keep phrases. Uh, yeah, if you and take to, my and meaning, to make it work. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just really solid. It's unnatural. Uh, yeah, and it, did, and, and it didn't sound awkward. You You're know right. what I mean? Yeah, because uh, the it, delivery was always pretty solid and all, everything right. worked. And that goes yeah. with my number one there. Yeah. That, oh, that yeah. with my number yeah, one. Yeah, me, because that, it's all, that, that is, what, what do they call that? That um, should have been, I didn't even, yeah. That's acting, oh crap, they call it, I think even, I think McKellen even calls it in the appendices, like delivery or, or I can't remember, but he pretty much just says, I mean, you can have a great script. Yeah. But if it's, if it's brought to life poorly, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. So, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. All, all right. right. <clears throat> well, I mean, I guess all everything that we're going to talk about kind of does, does <laughs> filter cool. into That's your number cool. one because uh, I mean it's my number two, but it probably should be. Uh, my it's number one. my number two on the back uh, end. <laughs> oh, wow, we're really. Anywho, uh, we are on. Uh, so my number four, uh, the chemistry in the fellowship. Yeah. I so so this category is called what they got right. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about this our first segment and. It, after just reading the book and then going back and watching like I don't know out the gate the just it's different because you get to see it right you get mm-hmm. to see all that see build uh, body language and stuff that the yeah. characters mm-hmm. communicate mm-hmm. Uh, to one another and so it's different sometimes I'm not sure when Frodo is speaking who all is turning and looking at him yeah in the book right you right know what I mean true true um, I assume that he when he's in, when he's in the back and he's looking back and, he, and, and Gollum is is following them into Lothlorien yeah. and he's talking to Gimli you know I can imagine what the other characters are doing uh, right. you know ahead of him or whatever right. but all you have to do in a film is show me Sam turning backwards and looking at it you know his master listening in too yeah and that there that I'm kind of like well that's characterization yeah I'm getting more from Sam and yeah. you didn't have to put a, a line in a book or anywhere yeah I got to see that yeah. so some that of that direction stuff. and yeah, yeah the, the way that the, the chemistry kind of comes across is I think flawless. Yeah. Some of it. Uh, yeah, now, the, now the part with Boromir is, is the part that I, I'll talk about later that I okay. not so sure about, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. everything else in the fellowship, the chemistry between the characters and some of that, just uh, the proximity where who's standing yeah. by who type of stuff yeah. is, uh, is spot on. You're right. And even, Oh my gosh. Like, uh, so I'm thinking, I, I keep going back to when we watched it at the Marcus. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Because yep. It, it's so cool when you see it on the big screen again, because you feel it feels fresher. But you're talking about that that body language stuff. Um, yeah. I think we talked about this too. Maybe not. But you know, after after um, Gandalf falls, never noticed. Um, after Aragorn says, you know, get him up. Right. Get mm-hmm. get the hobbits up. You know, we got a orcs will be here before you know it. Boromir's like, give him a moment. No. Um, and then Legolas goes over to because he listens right away, mm-hmm. and he goes over to help uh, Merry and Pippin up. Yeah, and you get this wider shot. He, he he's like he can't pu- he can't bring himself to just pull him up, yeah. right? But this is all stuff that's going on in the back of their heads, or they're being given direction in this and to lead them to this. And he's just sit, he's just standing there holding Pippin's hand. Yeah, and it's like instead of helping <laughs> right. him up, it's almost like he's comforting him and helping him make that transition. But you, yeah. if you if you blink, you miss that, right? Yeah, and it's just this beautiful moment between two characters that you could you could blow that up and really get into that deep. But it's like oh my gosh, uh, another one. Um, it's an extended scene where actually it's an additional scene in the extended edition. It's where um, they, they see Gollum, their footpad on the river. He's following them on the river. Right. Yeah. Um, and Aragorn and Boromir have that conversation where he's Boromir is criticizing him for not wanting to go to Gondor. Right. Yeah, correct. Right. Right. And, and puts his hand on his shoulder and almost kind of like grabs his shirt. And Vigo does this thing where he, he steps away and like pulls his, pulls his jacket and and cloak back over his shoulder like 
like don't touch me kind of a thing. And then he comes back at him and says, I wouldn't lead the ring within 100 leagues of your city. So, yeah, you're right. All that little – Yeah. You're right. It does – it fills in all those – so in that way, the film does an amazing thing. It does something that the books if, – if, if Tolkien did that, yeah. you'd be so bored. You'd be like, dude, I don't need to know every little detail about how everyone's moving. Well, You're right. It brings it to life, man. There's, there's beauty in both because, yeah. you know, I get to in the books kind of like – if I don't really like imagine. the way it was sure. yeah, done in the movies, yep. I can imagine like, well, here's how I think it actually True. went down. True. And uh, – and so, so you get both and that's the, that's the beauty. That's the yeah. Liberty that you have, uh, the liberties you can take, right. Yeah. With, with, with film. Um, yeah. I just Great had, point. Yeah. I had a thought there and I'll come back to it okay. later on that because interject yourself. I will. I will. Um, <laughs> okay. So my actually kind of goes with that too. Cause the chemistry, um, of the fellowship is a huge aspect of this. I just said the spirit of the stories and it also, I guess kind of goes with my, my number 5.2 with the script. But I just think, you know, even you could nitpick and find things that you don't like or find things that, that uh, were, um, you know, they were changes from the story where they veered away. Especially, um, I, I think they actually went through and said that The Fellowship of the Ring is the least accurate film. Oh, really? I think they came and said that we did more changes for The Fellowship than Two Towers or Return of the King. But people wow. get more upset about the changes that were made in Two Towers and Return of the King, interestingly enough. Yeah. Um, huh. They even bring up the fact that, you know, we made uh, Elijah Woods 19, and and Frodo's a lot older than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and people, yeah. and traditionally, he's been voiced by people who were, you know, 40s or 50s. Yep. And, and people just accepted that right away and, and love it because Elijah Wood does a really, does it, he does an amazing job. Amazing job. And yeah, I, I yeah. can't visualize Frodo as anyone else. Uh, it often um, was hard for me in the in the stories not to. I'm going to interject. No, yeah, yeah. Gonna go interrupt. ahead, interject yourself. <laughs> uh, that you know, fr- uh, when we learn that Frodo, he calls uh, Sam young lad, yeah, you know, right. and things like that. And you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're not the same age, you know. Right. And it's like, huh? But this friendship develops. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um. But but so you know there are little changes like that. But I just think that um um, and, and mil- millions of people have said this, but it just feels like the stories make you feel they 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 nailed the tone they 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 hit a home run they hit a hole in one they scored a try for um they threw a huge touchdown pass for the way the the books feel and translating that into a film making you feel the same way you feel swept away you feel like you're in this magical world Mm -hmm. the characters are all such fair representations um of, of who they are or they're close enough or you can imagine um i don't know it just it just feels like feels like you got lambus bread in your stomach for days <laughs> exactly bro you know, just you, no rumbling of the tummy unless right. you're a hobbit <laughs> and then i just i just feel like like it's almost like i don't know they just brought those they brought those those books to life and it feels like it works um yeah i think honestly it's made the books well we talked about that it's made the books more accessible for people i think without these films yeah. i mean obviously hundreds and of thousands and millions of people are still going to read the book. But I think you just, you just doubled that. You doubled that because mm-hmm. of these movies, mm-hmm. because you go, man, wow, there's a book that has this feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go check that out. Yeah. Cause honestly, I don't think I ever would have, I think if I wouldn't have gone to that first movie, fell in love with the way it made me feel made the person it made me want to be. Yep. I never would have read the book. Right. Well, I'm so, one of those people who now like, like whether it's, um, a new TV show or a new movie or whatever, and I come out and I find out there's a book. I'm yep. just like, this is great because if I like the the movie and TV yep. show, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I like that. Yep. I'm sure that I'm gonna like the book. Yep. 
because I know what I know about you know uh, Tolkien and other series yep. that I read. They're better, and you, you just, know, and you just you just uh, spoke to my point there because you yeah. said if if the if you liked the movie, yeah, right. If, if it I captures like, the spirit of what's yeah. going on in the book, so right. So yeah, I, the spirit of the stories is is honored very well, I believe. Nice. Yep. Okay. Um, all right, we on to my number three. Number three, and unfortunately, this is also your number, my number two. two. So uh, we're we'll talking talk about, about my number two here. We'll just talk about them together, or maybe I should move mine around. You know, let's talk about them together. Okay, yeah, let's do that. So, let's do that. Uh, I, for number three, I had the music. Yeah, and it's uh, boy, you talk about capturing. I, it's just unreal. Un, it's uh, it feels like like okay, every chord that's struck at certain mm-hmm. times throughout the movie um, matches the tone, matches the mm-hmm. the invokes this mood, you know, in me that it's, and it's the same, it matches what yeah. I feel in the book. Yeah. Does that make sense? Same emotional chord almost. Yeah. Not so, to use a pun, but it is, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it is though. And it's, it, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but like, uh, I'm in such, when we were doing our reread and we were back in the Shire and we talked about week after week, the first couple episodes were like, we just don't want to leave. Yeah. Right. You know, we don't want to leave. And there are times where like, I mean, I'm just out and about and, you know, the, uh, concerning hobbits, you know, like the, the tune, right. Mm. Um, it's just, uh, I don't want to stop listening to it. Yeah. It makes me feel really good. Yeah. Uh, every time I hear it, mm-hmm. I'm happy. It, it, it is. It's like, you it's, can't not be happy. I, I don't know. know. It's, it's like, like it just soul makes food, you, man. I, I'm it's, right. Yeah. I believe the same. I'd say, and that's the reason it was my number two is because <laughs> sorry guys, I'm Something's my, wrong my infant <laughs> is coming out. Um, uh, because well, here I'll just say this: I've seen so many movies that I loved, but they were ruined because the music wasn't. I wasn't feeling the music. Or sometimes mm-hmm. I'll watch an yeah. old classic movie. I'll be like, man, I wish, I wish they would have found a different composer. Because it sometimes the 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 I don't know the the whatever inspiration that I guess that the composer comes in with it doesn't match my idea of what that of what that should be. And I mm-hmm. think Howard Shore did such an amazing job of making it feel, uh, what did Peter Jackson say? He was like, I want them to be hummable. I want people yeah. to be able to hum these themes, hum this music. He said, that's your favorite stuff. Your favorite stuff is what you can hum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. How often do we just, we're da-da-da. sitting around here and we either start belting dun, it out. Don, don, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> start belting it out in, in just, we're singing. Uh, oh, it's nonstop. We're singing musical you know, um, yeah. or um, instrumental music, right? Yeah, we are. <laughs> how, time, how often right? do you do that? Not very yeah. often, unless you really love it and it and it resonates with you. Again, sorry to pun. Um, and you uh, <laughs> would uh, would uh, pun would pick a pocket, right? Yeah. So, but um, yeah. Um, so he wanted to be humble. He also, what what else did he say? Because it's not just it's not just the um, instrumental pieces, but the vocals they use too. Yeah. The singing, the 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 chorus feeling, and and I think Peter Jackson also when he was talking to Howard Shore, he was like, "I would love it to feel operatic, hmm. like this big dramatic opera." And then you even think about the way they they worked in music from from the books. They worked yeah. in you know right. um, songs that the elves really sang. Uh, uh, they, Some of they, Bilbo's songs. Yes, um, mm-hmm. uh, you've got Enya singing in Elvish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Bilbo's songs, uh, both Gandalf and uh, Bilbo singing them. Yep. Um, I don't know, dude. The music is, and I think that's something that maybe no, nobody even thought about in this whole like when when you were building up to this movie 
and thinking about, oh, where it could fail and where it could succeed, you probably didn't really even, there was so much other stuff to think about. Yeah. Story and, and actor, actors and actresses and all that stuff, execution. You probably, I would imagine, I don't remember because I wasn't paying attention to the buildup. Music would have been something that slipped under the radar. And partially because of that, and partially because it's just, they're the best soundtracks ever. It blew everyone out of the water. I mean, there's the there's a reason that Howard Shore went on a circuit and and um, uh, orchestra or directed different orchestras throughout the country and the world to this music because people wanted that. They wanted to go sit and just listen to the music being directed by this guy. It, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I, I could go on forever about the music, but it's, no, yeah. It's I, great. I, uh, I was actually just kind of wondering. I was looking up here real quick, uh, like if there are any awards won for. Um, Yes. Like music. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, um, for Return of the King, they they swept. They won every yeah. Oscar they, they were nominated for. Yeah. And they're tied for the top. I think it was at Titanic they tied. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember who. Sorry, guys. I can't remember who they tied for all-time Oscars. But they are Return of the King is tied for hmm. the most Oscars for a film. So um, I can't remember Fellowship or Two Towers if the if the, the soundtrack won. But I'm pretty sure it was it was close if they didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it won, yeah, yeah, and, it won yeah. something. I just I can't find it right now. I'm looking at, it. but anyways, yeah. yeah, the um, the music man. I don't know. I yeah. but the best thing that you when you said that to me a couple weeks ago, um, the hummable nature mm -hmm. of it. It is. It's just that's all there is to it. The same mm -hmm. thing happened. Like John Williams does that a lot too, and a lot of things that I like. Mm -hmm. And uh, you walk away, and you can hum it all the, all day long. Yep. And it's like, whoa. There and it's it is. not in an annoying way either. No. Some things you hum, like you get those jingles stuck in your head, and it's too right. simplistic, right? Yeah. But they, I don't, I don't know, man. He just created. It's literally, you could go on and expand upon it all day, but when it comes down to it, he created a masterpiece. It is well, a masterpiece. The, the other thing is too, I, I don't think they um, get in the way. I actually, well, yeah, was you're in, right. Uh, you're, Yep. When we were playing an orchestra, so we actually uh, we actually got to play this. Mr. Lawson, um, you know, taught this to me. My Mr. And, maggot, uh, yeah, from yeah. my farmer maggot, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, the part in the movie, oh gosh, I can't remember. Was it? Was it? It was this movie, wasn't it? Where the, um, uh, yeah, the, they're they're uh, breeding the urukai, right? Mm -hmm. And you got that da da da, yep, dun dun dun, yep. right? Uh, so we played that in orchestra and we had this whole, like, you know, everything That's was kind sweet. of, uh, put together, but that, that piece right there, I mean, like I sometimes think of that mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't know why, like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a weird part of the mood to think about, mm -hmm. but I always remember the music in that really well. And I just remember it being like intense and it's so industrial like, too. Yeah. 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 It, it yeah. sounds like what's going on in that moment. Right. They're, they're, they're forging those swords. They're using fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think you even have crap is it in the, i think it's actually something they use there's like you can actually hear chains oh can you chains yeah. are like almost like a um tambourine that's going in the background it's like that's perfect that's what they're creating mm -hmm. metal they're doing exactly what tolkien hated is they're yeah. they're, they're being um you right. know destroyers yeah, they, and usurpers man you yeah they're know? cutting down trees they're right they're, they're uh yeah man-made over nature building it, big furnaces and yeah you know, going going nuts yeah so i don't know i just wow. remember that that piece sometimes i i uh i always forget like it comes and goes. Like I'll think back to days where like my dad was in uh, the audience li listening to us play that, and he was like, yeah. "What was that?" Yeah, that's awesome. Dude. You know, I was just like, was it yeah. part of like a um a compilation too? Yes. Like you play oh, that's so yeah, because cool. he was asking about that middle that yeah. middle part. You know, he was like, "That was intense." That's so cool. He was like, "That sounded so good," yeah. and I'm like, "Yeah, it was really intense." Okay, uh, so I have to ask for uh, Jacob Smethurst. He's one of our uppers from the UK. 
mm-hmm. and he's he's been sending me all kinds of messages. I love it, man. He's he's wanting to engage in in uh, Tolkien talk all the time. But he asked me my favorite piece or theme, and I had to give him like three answers. So I wanted to challenge us right now. You got to give me your number one. Okay, I'll give you my number one. There's no number twos here. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And I can go first if you want me to. Uh, I think the only one... You know I, yours? Yeah, I mean, mine's... And we're looking at the back of the CD right now, guys. We know that there's... That's the other cool thing, too. Yeah. And we talked about this when they released the extended version, the extended edition music, because there's additional music on those, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just looking at the at the theatrical release soundtrack, as he's yeah. got in his hands right now. So we're going to use track number, name, whatever. Well, I think it's it's going to be kind of a cop-out. I feel bad, but no, like... There's no cop-out. Like, it's like, concerning hobbits. It's concerning hobbits. Right. I, I knew it. I mean, I don't I know what it. else to to say. I mean, it, it's if you've got to repeat one on that on that soundtrack, that's the one you're putting that's on. That's the repeat. one I put on repeat. You're that's driving out one, to Amanda and you're playing that nonstop. That's I know that, it. I yes. Yeah. And, and and also like anytime it's also a greeting song for me. Mm-hmm. So like I I've got another buddy Tom who like um, we game sometimes online and different things. Mm-hmm. And so you know I get on there and Tom uh, yeah we we instantly start kind of like humming it singing it to each other like that's we don't even say hello it's just like you know i can tell that his mic is is hot and he's on there you know uh talking and he'll come in he'll (laughs) either do that or you know a a couple other pieces but yeah i love that that's great i think you thought i was going to pick that dude and i would and it is my it is there's no number two to put one on on repeat it's that one but there's one that speaks to me even more deeply and it's partially because it's tied into the scene so I guess the track number is ten. It's the Council of Elrond, but it's not the Council of Elrond piece. It's the um, the um, Aniron. So the the portion that Enya sings okay. when Aragorn and Arwen are on the bridge, uh, um, and it's because gotcha. actually, like this soundtrack got me into Enya as well. If I need to de-stress, if I need to study, if I need to create art, a lot of times I'll yeah. put Enya on. I love Enya. She yeah. is of all, and they made some amazing choices for vocal artists. But of all the ones they made, she was the best one, easily. Yeah. Uh, I also love "May It Be" at the end. Um, like it's just amazing how she she sounds like an elf. She sounds like Arwen singing to me. Yeah. Um, so, but specifically that one, I don't know why. I think it's because of the moment in the film as well. But it's just beautiful, man. It transports me. Yeah, it, yeah. She's so, awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, my my question is. Um, you know, and you're gonna go watch this uh, movie after we're done with oh, this. Wow! <laughs> I'm wow! I'm sorry. Is that name I, game, bro? <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Uh, that was actually pretty good. good. I'll give you uh, some. I'll give you some. Okay. I'm looking at your chest again. I'm sorry, dude. Eyes That's up okay. here. Okay, hey, up here, Mr. Frodo. Come on now. Um, but hit yeah, the that was <laughs> that too, my lad. That too. Um, Anywho. okay. So music. We got the music covered again. We could probably do a, a whole episode just on that, but. There's a lot of things that that we I'm sure we're gonna think, man, I wish we would. have. Well, I know I know that you music know? means a whole lot to you because you went yeah. and saw uh, the the tour that he was on, right? That's yeah, when he went to Columbus, your dad we, talked about. Yes, yeah, we went as a family, and it was one of the yeah, it was amazing to see to sit there, especially as a uh, what was I, 14 or 15 maybe, and a, a wee so, lad. So yeah, we were up in the balcony, and I felt like I was sitting right in front of Howard Shore. He's right there. He did a Q and Q and A before, and he's just sitting there talking, and I'm like, and this is someone I love hearing him talk about the themes too because. And he did. He worked with Peter Jackson very closely. He worked with the the art team very closely. He was an integral part of this film. Not just he didn't just like okay, send me the film when it's done, and I'll go ahead and I'll I'll write the score and, mm-hmm, and all. Mm-hmm. He was working at it constantly, and I, I just think it just fits with the entire film theme that way too. Everyone put their whole heart and soul into it, and that's why it yeah. connects with us. Um, gotcha. Sorry. 
no, it's uh, fine. Butterbur mode there. Um, good. So my number three is that where we're going now. Number yeah. three. Mm-hmm. My number three is Middle Earth itself, the locations, or I guess really you could say the the location if you're using singular as in New New Zealand. Um, so I've been actually it's interesting because uh, wow, this is just a rabbit hole. This is a Butterbur rabbit hole. I love it. Our buddy Bobby um, came over and we were just talking about trips. He works right. at AAA. Um, and he does, he's a travel agent and, yeah. and he's actually, he does that for a profession, but he's a natural travel agent too. He loves, yeah, yeah he's just yeah. so comforting and he loves, um, you know, just itineraries, but some, sometimes, uh, people who make itineraries, I find it annoying cause I want to leave that open for exploration, but he does a perfect mixture of itinerary that allows for exploration. I don't know how the kid does it, but <laughs> yeah. it's, but it's amazing. So anyway, he's sitting there talking about. Um, this trip he's taken out to the East Coast, and and then we start talking about, um, you know, I, I told him, you know, like bucket list for me and Sarah is to get to England. Obviously, we want to go there. We want a podcast from from the Eagle and Child someday, right? And Ireland and all these, you know, just the 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 Celtic countries as well to see to see that firsthand and to to just get lost there. Oh yeah. Um, and so anyway, I've been I, that led to another thread of me watching Rick Steves on on YouTube. Who, if you've watched Rick Steves, he's amazing, and actually, he's done some more recent videos that aren't quite as corny as the the mid '90s one, ones. But um, I, I'm sitting there watching all these uh, uh, videos through England, right? And Ian McKellen said this, and I was always like, mm, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's right, but I, it confirmed it for me. I'm watching this and I'm seeing all this um, uh, countryside that obviously influenced Tolkien, obviously. And he always said it's tempting to think that we could have shot these in England. He uh, said, "Yeah, but it's too. It's been too modernized." Yeah, he said, "You know, to to get those and what he was implying was to get those big, wide, sprawling shots. Yeah. You're going to see touches of humanity in there." He said, "It's just not. There's not enough of it that's as wild as it once was." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Whatever, you know." But I'm watching these travel videos, and every time there's a big, wide shot, there's fields in the background, mm-hmm. or there's this massive, epic mountain view, and there's something that's. It's really like, oh, there's a, there's a yeah. road right there. Right. Um, and it's not, it's not ob- that obvious. I think they could have done it still, but I think it would have been more work than going to New Zealand. Yeah. I think New Zealand takes what, what England, what, what England is so well known for. And it makes it just a lit, it just, it's, it's a little off kilter. And you're like, what? That's the mm-hmm. sa- It evokes mm-hmm. the same feelings, but it's in a way a little more foreign and a little more magical that way. I guess you could say you yeah. feel transported to another world and there's no one there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's like 5 million people there. Yeah. So most most shots are untouched by by roads, by mankind, by development, by right. anything, by agriculture even. Right. Um, and so it's and and I think that it Middle Earth became a character. I think we talked about that all throughout this first book that Middle Earth is a character um, in this in this story, in this book. Yeah, that that Tolkien right. pays as much attention to the world as he does his characters. And I think that they, that's another thing they executed beautifully in this film. And it just happened to be, you know, where they were from their own backyard, but they knew it so well, or they looked and combed through it so finely to find places that were perfect that it becomes a character. You fall in love. There's a reason that, um, you could look at tourism and it was, it was big in New Zealand before, but after these films, it, it spiked and it's never stopped. It's never slowed down. Everyone who watches these films goes, where the heck was that? Where was that? New Zealand? I gotta go someday. I gotta go. I mean, it made me want to go. Yep. It made me want to go twice. It makes you want to go. Yep, um, it does. It makes us all want to go and, and just see, and not necessarily even to, to see 
places from the film, but just to get lost in this world that, you know, they nickname, they, they joke around. It's a, it's part of a uh, tourist marketing scheme, but they also, it, it is, it's middle earth in a way. It's the middle earth of the films. So I just think the way they use locations, um, the way they, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know the way they found places that uh, you imagine I, you couldn't find that anywhere else in the world. It was, it was flawless as well. And it just paints that it fills in any kind of gaps and it, and it paints the, the, um, the wide angle just beautifully. Yeah. I guess I get, I see what you're saying too, with the wide angle piece and you really get a, um, the, it feels, the, you the feel scope. immersed. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There it feels you go, the scope. really, you know, like you, mm-hmm. you yeah. Everywhere and, you look, you're kind of like, well, what, what's over there? And I think that you influenced know, you, to, to go to the next couple points. I think that influenced the, the actors. Well, they, they said that, that, you know, sometimes they would be dropped places right. and they were like, wow, uh, if they weren't going to pick us up. Well, um, uh, in the beginning of two towers, not to, sorry, not no, to jump fine. ahead. I'm yeah. going to lose it if I don't say it. Um, when, when, uh, Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli are on the great hunt, they're going after, mm-hmm. uh, the Orokai and Mary right. and Pippin. They really did. They, they helicoptered them in, dropped them off. They had a, a radio that was in a bush that was giving them directions. The helicopter would take off and start filming them and they just ran. Wow. And they were like, it was this weird thing of like, it felt like there was this like helicopter, like, like storming over us and we would look around and stuff, but we were Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We were other than that. We were totally in this world. We were immersed. Huh. Like yeah. we felt, we were in Middle Earth, going doing what we were. So they didn't really even have to act. You know, yeah, that's crazy. A, that actually kind of reminds me of of uh, of a couple of things. You know, like uh, when we went out and did uh, we did some filming back. Oh in my college. gosh, Heart of Warrior. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like like we chose that that uh, that area because it felt kind of a little untouched. It felt yep. like you could just run around yep. and you could be free Get and lost. loose, mm-hmm. and it just looked like you know. Uh, a different place. Yeah. Another thing is like, I don't know how well, like I know, I know New Zealand has always been sort of like a really, um, you know, it's a, it's a seems, seems like to me, I, maybe I'm wrong, like a travel destination, mm-hmm. a place where people yeah, would sure. want to go. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that a lot of people actually knew what it looked like, I, you know? Right. And so right. I think that was another big I think you're right on with that piece too. is that, you know, um, when we we're looking on at the this, map almost, I don't kinda. recognize, I couldn't have told you, you know, necessarily what country that was. Mm-hmm. You know, and so mm-hmm. now maybe it, if it were in England or, you know, if I were to see, you know, the the Rockies or something, mm-hmm. I would have said like, oh, OK, I know where that's at. Yeah. I've, I've been there. Seen right. That. right. But I think for a lot of the world and, you know, us here in the States. That's a good point. It was kind of underexposed in, in yeah. major films. You're it's right. A, it's a place that You're we right. didn't really had never know. seen on that yeah. scale. That's a great point. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So I just think um, I don't know, like the, the location was amazing. It, it played a huge role. Yeah, so I think people are going to now be asking, uh, "How do we get some clips from that uh, Heart of the Warrior project you guys?" Oh my <laughs> gosh, dude! There's a trailer up hey, somewhere still. Just so everybody knows, I was officially a location scout. All right, and you were also. Do you still have your chair, by the way? I think I have the back to my chair. I think I have the. Uh, what happened to the chair? I don't I think I. It's probably broke. I don't know. I. Don't, I it's that gone. was awesome, dude. Remember I those? Those were great chairs. But I had yeah. the I had the sleeve on the back. Yeah, that you, that's you right. Know, had made for us. That's so. right. Yeah, I found all that stuff. I was sending Lane pictures a couple weeks ago, and he was like, yeah, where are you finding this yeah. stuff? I'm like, well, I'm moving. I so, forget that we even did that. It was a lot of fun. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, okay. But what were we emulating? We were emulating this. You know what I mean? We were college kids who were like, let's make our own Lord of the Rings. I mean, seriously, I know, were we man. not? I mean, that's, that's exactly what so this was go. coming from. So there, and, and you know what? Yeah. Honestly, okay, here you go. Real quick again. Yeah. I think also seeing, falling in love with these characters that, that loved the earth too, it also made me more interested in, you know, becoming a hiker, uh, finding yeah. trails, getting, taking, taking back road trips. Before I didn't, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't mm-hmm. probably... I think I would have been less apt to do that. And now I, it's all I can think about. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think about Frodo when he's in Rivendell and he's looking off. He's like that little patch of woods. Yeah, that's that'd right. Be, that'd be a fun to take a little, yeah, I will hike to. I wonder, yep. you know what I mean? I, how often do we, are we driving around? I'm like, as look at that. You see that little, see that out there? I know. It's just, I just want to walk to that right now. Well, the other day I got lost around here because I, <laughs> you guys weren't here yet. And I just said, you know what? I'm just going to take off. It's a I'm good just place gonna, to get I lost. Kept, and, I'd always come up to your four way stop here. And I was like, I want to go straight. Yeah. But I was like, ah, I got to go over the lanes, you know? And so I just did. Yeah. I just took off Past straight. Past the church and everything? Yeah, I went straight on yeah. down through there, and I just truly got lost. I love that area. And yeah. uh, it was nice just to go see country I hadn't seen before. Yeah. You know? Had never been that way. Can't stop looking at your chest, you know? Bo. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. You're number three. My or number two. Two. Yep. Number two. Um, I'm going specifically here, the... I like this. The Hobbits and their, like and their casting. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> You know, I just, I, I don't know, man, the, you know, Elijah, um, you know, uh, Billy, all those guys, mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's perfect. I think, yeah. I, I think the whole cast, um, is, is awesome. But when you hone in, uh, and you focus on just those, the hobbits and their, um, relationship just, it just seemed so real, you know, yeah. it, it seemed, uh, uh, it really worked for me mm-hmm. and I really liked each of them. And so sometimes people have asked us to kind of like, well, who's your favorite? You know, and we joke and say it's Billy now because we've, we've met Billy and yeah. stuff. But like, honestly, I mean, how do you pick one? How? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I love his nature, you know, um, as, as a person, too, because I've met him. And so that's, that's yeah. another feel there. Yeah. But uh, man, they just uh, they seem like they'd be your friends out. And they uh, do, don't they? You know, they yeah, do. This, uh, and, and, you, and, and they're very relatable. That's yes, the other thing, are. too, is that like and I know I'm more talking about just the character of of the Hobbit too, but, but they, I, I'm also talking about how the way these actors portrayed this yeah. and it felt mm-hmm. just so it's like what you said uh, in the beginning there is it's more about that delivery, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's the way it come, it came across. It doesn't feel like they're acting. Um, it feels like they are, they really are those people that they really are that way. They are those people. Yeah. Right? And, and yeah. I, th- I think the, the people that you connect um, the most to are that are most relatable um, and especially since we had them for, for we're going to have them for, for uh, three movies, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to be good. I know they have to be good. And they, and they talk about that. Peter Jackson talked, talked about his, he you're was, following their, their yeah, story. There's the appendices are great guy. And I, those of you who've seen it, you, you know exactly what I'm about to say, but he, when they were casting um, every character, but especially the hobbits, he said, you know, we wanted to meet with them. We wanted to make sure they were the right actor for the, for the role, but also that they were just kind of nice people. Yeah, because we were mm-hmm. going to be spending, you know, a huge chunk of our lives with them. Yeah, and then he said there was also this nervous moment that he had when they all came to New Zealand and they met each other, and he was like, "Man, I really hope they like each other. I hope they get along." <laughs> yeah, because if they don't, because you know you hear those horror stories, and it happens all the time of actors who hate each other. Right. They right. they they perform really well on screen. Maybe these guys are friends, but they hate these these guys. Did you know at the fellowship they ended up all buying a house in Wellington or in New Zealand somewhere that they will go back to periodically and have their own reunions. No, they love it. Do they love each other? I mean, it's yeah. And we know about Billy and, and well, Vigo kissing. So, um, right. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, we do. And he said he, he was uh, full on guys. Yeah. Um, 
but it, yeah, I mean, it's another thing that just, just makes them so lovable. This, 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 these films so perfect is that that does come through that they were, yeah. they were friends. They, they, you'd see them at premieres joking around. You hear their stories in the appendices of just the, the antics they got up to. Yeah, man. Just, just teasing each other yeah. and like, you know, yeah. and, like, and, I mean, that's good. That's a, that's good friendship, you know, when, when you see that going on. So that's, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I think that's part of why I picked it because I often, you know, um, I haven't watched all the appendices, full disclosure, but you know, I'm getting them into it. Lane is really every, every time I'm over here, it's like, you know, we watch a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, when I do and, and I, I look up different clips on YouTube, I'm just like, man, these guys like they had so much, fun. so much fun. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know? And, that, and um, that comes through. It, it really does. It's, it's totally well, I, apparent. I saw a clip of Sean, you know, to actually talking about, you know, some of the times that he had there, people, it was mm-hmm. just, you know, a couple of fans asking him about mm-hmm. it and stuff. And you can really tell, I mean, I know he's in front of a crowd and he probably knows he's being recorded and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't think you can fake that type of, uh, no, his enthusiasm. No, like, no, you, like, you know, no, you, you can say nice things and make it real cordial and stuff and then yeah. move on. But he was like, let me tell you about this. And yeah. he like, he kept wanting to tell more stories. And what stuff. did Tammy like, do? Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Tammy did the same thing. Well, I mean, and that uh, another, the, when the, when the crew, you know just I don't know the vibe we got from her Mm -hmm. some of the best years of her life best memories she had and you know we're always it's it's a great moment in her life to reflect back on and see it on Facebook you know from from time to time and and, uh, we've chatted with her and it's just yeah she had a wonderful time and it's cool too because the way she explained it it seems like I'm sure a lot of times in movies you have very distinct lines between cast and crew sure and yeah. to me, and everything I've heard, and, and from hearing it from from her own stories, is that that line wasn't mm-hmm. there. <laughs> that you yeah. know, they became they all. Well, she told they us they all about, were out there yes. together. And, and I mean, obviously, because I love Vigo, he's my favorite. But she told us that story about how. And so you have certain actors who go above and beyond. They do this. They make these gifts. Yeah. But remember how he, she said he went around. He was always taking pictures because he's a photographer yeah. too. Yeah. But he took a picture of each crew member doing their job. Yeah, a really artistic, uh, f- um, um, uh, uh, when it's not stage, what's it called? Uh, candid, candid photo okay. of them in their profession, in their element. Yeah, and then signed it and wrote a little note on the back. She's, you know, she has her. She says up in her apartment, like yeah. that. That kind of stuff is so. So yeah, we could even let's let's expand that. You know, we both have the cast. Let's say cast and crew. Sure. Um, okay. just the whole filmmaking team and, and all the all the artists that went into it. Um, well, okay. And actually, the artisans and, and yeah. Can, can I just say real quick, you kind of have to in, in the situation, just, I think at least for us, because we have talked to Tammy, um, you know, and you've talked to Shane and, uh-huh. you know, and you, we have these, these, these connections, uh, they have such fond memories and it, it seems like it was, um, they're, they're also out there by themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of like out in New Zealand. Like mm-hmm. you're, you really can't just like yeah, you're right. drive away and go like, oh, I'm going to go crash at my pad tonight or whatever right. you know you know whatnot you're in hollywood you can just go down the road or right. do, it's right. like you had to form relationships uh with these folks and and really it seemed like everybody did get along like yeah. for the most part there's a lot of like happy memories yep. you know i mean yep. she talked about the crew going out you know having a couple of drinks they got to be back here at five o'clock in the morning they wanted to duplicate the state in which they made the orc the, the <laughs> yeah, day right. before be drunk constantly yeah and yeah. i'm like wow yeah. that's just that's you know and, and and you know they're appreciating it too because like they you know, uh, when they're doing makeup and hair and stuff, they're sitting there and they've got to wait, you know, through this whole process. Yeah. And, uh, so you, you, you build that relationship and it was yeah. just, uh, it's just nice, you know, it, it is because, and, and when you talk about, when you look at the, the, the broader, um, scheme of, you know, cast crew, 
um, uh, people who, who, who built the models, people who built the sets, that's all in the crew too as well. But you know, you start to flush out what all that means and you're like, holy crap, dude, they built a world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tolkien built a world. So, so in every sense, they, they, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand getting upset about certain things or frustrated that certain stuff didn't make it or, or they changed things or, or I don't know, even some characters, their, their, um, demeanor isn't necessarily the same, but mm-hmm. man, you look at just the, the, the sheer effort behind it to, to, and, and, and whether intentionally or not it mirroring and, and following so closely the way Tolkien made the stories. It's like, wow, it's, it's, there's, it reeks of destiny. Yeah. Right. Didn't we say that to Tammy like the whole time we're talking? Uh, we're like, yeah. Wow. So you're pretty much destined to do everything in your life. How does that feel? That's pretty neat. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's so, so cool to hear all the stories behind, behind the scenes. And then, and then, and then you look at the cast and you think about how, I mean, they were probably influenced by all that. They walked into these beautiful set, uh, sets, um, that, that people worked tirelessly on and they, they, I'm sure they soaked that in and thought, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got to rise to the challenge. Mm-hmm. They were plopped out in the middle of a mountain and were inspired by yeah. by, by New Zealand. Right. Um, they had interactions with each other. They formed these friendships with each other that bled onto the onto the the film. Yeah. Um, that you know, um, I mean, even you'll see behind the scenes stuff with Billy and, and Dom, and they're just off color uh, improv comedy, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, cheesy. That's exactly uh, yeah. who they yeah. who they. So right. they were chosen very well, but then they also just had this this love for each other. Um, yeah. It's, it's really, cool. it's really kind of unbelievable to think that all that kind of came together. It, it you re- know? I mean, how often does that happen as? Yeah. It, it, I mean, I, I'm not, not saying they didn't have their problems and things like that no. and, and stuff. Cause I'm sure that they did, but well, like, and they, and they talk about that, but they said, you know, we worked through it. it we, it was a family mentality. Yeah. You know, you have a bad day, you, you help someone out or you veterans, let them. Bits and veterans yeah. there too, you yeah, know, to did. really kind of, uh, you know, uh, keep, keep, uh, dude, that's true because it was, um, it's a cool point you bring up because, um, who was it? Uh, there's, there's a portion where they talk to about their, their, their relationship with each other. Like, you know, Christopher Lee? Christopher Lee was one of them, but like, um, who was it? It was, um, it was Orlando Bloom's first movie. Okay. And yeah. Ian McKellen would talk about, you know, like, like keeping him in line. Cause you know, he was like, yeah. if he wanted something, he just came out and said it. And right. You know, if he wanted something, he, he was, he was kind of teaching him how to, to go about it in a different way. You had mm-hmm. Sean Astin who would like take care of Elijah Wood. If he forgot to do something or he, 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 he needed something, he'd go get it for him. So he often would say, you know, he felt like life should imitate art. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what they do in real life should mimic what's going on in the film because it will only inform it and make it more, yeah. Make it more genuine and more uh, realistic and believable. I guess. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Again, we could talk about this forever, couldn't we? So we sure could. Uh, I like your number one, though, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, my number one. Straight as an arrow. Uh, <clears throat> dun 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 dun. The extended edition. <laughs> I like that. The fanfare <laughs> was cool. Just, I, uh, <laughs> that's my number one. Yep. I okay. expand on that, my friend. Well, think about it. I mean, <laughs> extend that if you will. Yeah, I'll extend it. I'll get. I will uh, we'll take this extended. as far as it as as I can go okay. um, with it. And so I think at the time, you know, I don't re- really remember like growing it, it up. It wasn't a thing before. Yeah, I don't remember growing up yeah. saying, "Oh, I got to get the extended edition." Right. You know, I don't remember that being a thing. It wasn't. Um, and so I think it's crazy the foresight I think to to yeah. know what the project that they were taking on. And to film all those different things mm-hmm. and to have all of that mm-hmm. um, and to have it pretty well done, mm-hmm. you know, very well 
you know, shot. It's ingenious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, enough that you could form an extended edition out of it. Yeah. Uh, and it still really looks good. We just watched it, as you said, in the Marcus, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago with, um, you know, some friends. And so, yeah, I don't know, man. And and also like, I think, you, you know, you kind of also get to put like those, those scenes you couldn't get to, you knew people were going to be upset. Uh, mm-hmm. That you didn't get to some of that, mm-hmm. and uh, you'd already made big decisions to leave out some big chunks of, of the story. Right. Um, so you've at least got to, you know, because uh, you've got fans going clear back to the you know fifties, uh, and then even if you're fans of the mm-hmm. Hobbit, even back to the thirties and mm-hmm. stuff, it's just insane. It is. That's insane to I think know about that fan base to all try of that base that you've got to kind of worry about. I know. You know, it, it's 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 mind blowing, and I think they knocked it out of the park. Um, but then he had the foresight to say, you know what? I can even bring more folks in uh, by saying there's an extended there's an extended edition. Right. It's a it's a smart financial move, right? Yeah. But it's also you're right. It's it honors the story. It gives us a lo- throws us a bone. Um, it's and, and like you said, it was ahead of its time. Th- then you started seeing um, you know the unrated version or the director's cut yeah. of this movie or that movie. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like it did some. Some um, movies don't even hide it now. They're like, this is the extended edition. You yeah. know, the director went through and put more scenes in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe to that point, maybe you could watch deleted scenes on a, on a special disc. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. I think maybe, but but yeah, it wasn't the same. And then he said, he, he was very intentional about that. He's like, I didn't want to have just a deleted scene section because you're watching it out of context and you can't enjoy it inserted back into the movie. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to put it back in there so it becomes a part of the story. It's not mm-hmm. It's not a bonus feature. It's not a an Easter yeah. egg. It's, it's you know a, it's a closer idea of what I really wanted. Because he would talk about it all the time. He's like, I had my hands tied because I had to hit these certain. I couldn't go over. First one, I, I wasn't supposed to go that far over three hours. Yeah. You know, and then then you talk about Return of the King. How he was like, the original cut was like five hours. He's like, I can't do this. They won't. They won't allow it. You know. So we had to get it closer. <laughs> it's just nuts, dude. Oh, it's nuts. Unreal. So yeah, that was. You're right. Very very smart. Yeah. Yep. So I just, it's one of the things I think they they got right. They did. Okay. I agree with you. So I agree with you. Okay. So now we're going to talk about um, what they cut or changed and why we miss it. So we just have a couple here. It's not not a very long list. Um, you want to go first, Daz? Start with your number three. Uh, yeah. Sure. So so things that they cut. How do you and, pronounce uh, this word? Uh, we this this is a word we've we've used before on the podcast. Never heard um, this. I think a lot of people will know this. This is uh, Glorfindel. <laughs> Guys, I've never seen Ez move the mic away from his mouth. He just did. I have to. I think that's the Glorfindel move. Yeah, it, it is. I'm, I've almost yeah. perfected like the the <laughs> the uh, out and up. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. There it is. That's right. Uh, so things that I think I would have liked to have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glorfindel. Glor- yeah. Yeah. Glorfindel. But I also would have. I wouldn't have mind minded if uh, Arwen was there as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh, together. Now that I know, now that I know what's what's going on, she's one of the writers. There's a natural love in, triangle in, too. In my mind, right? I, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> She'd be like, "Whoa, is she going to go with this Glorfindel guy?" You just don't know. R- There's nothing there, but the, the right, audience. That's true. We don't know, and so we could we could assume that. Yeah. The other piece is that you know there were other writers. Mm-hmm. We learned in the book that some mm-hmm. the, the strongest writers went mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And in my mind, oh, she's one of them. She's one of them. Yeah. True. So true. Uh, I think those things can happen at the same time. I like that. Would have been neat. It would have been neat to see him, you know, um, riding by and get get some other. And then we uh, could have we there. could have noticed him at the council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, that would have been kind of cool, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to see him there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even just a quick line conversation, yep. you know. I, I don't know. A look, a glance, even you know, yeah. a reaction to something. Something. Yeah. That's a good know. point. Really so good that's, point. That's my uh, 
one thing I wish that we would have uh, had in the film. Yeah. So. So I have one, and it's kind of a bunch of different things. Um, but and it's actually the stuff that you said. Like if you had to cut something out, that's what you would go with. It's uh, <laughs> mine is most of the beginning of the book. You know, I mean, I love that whole the whole first. I don't know, five, six chapters, seven chapters. I just love. So you know the stuff stuff of, of going as the hobbits go east and they go to the Crick Hollow Cottage and and the stuff in the old forest and Tom Bombadil and the Barrow Downs, all, all that stuff. I love that um, that extra at the beginning. I know uh, when Peter Jackson talked about why it didn't make the cut, it was because you know it wasn't directly related to Frodo. It wasn't directly tied to the ring stuff, is what he said. Um, and uh, so I don't know. Um, that I, I I understand why it wasn't in the film, and so I'm I'm very forgiving of it. I can let it live on in my imagination. I don't have to uh, I don't have to get upset about that. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But um. You know, it's interesting to think about if it had been a TV show. You know, if if the film had never been made, and you know, it had been a TV show ten ten years later or whatever, if that stuff would have made it in, I honestly think that's the only format it would be able to survive in. Obviously, the book. Because you go at your own pace and there's more room to do those mm-hmm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. But a TV show, you could have more room to breathe, you know, as you're moving. You yeah. need more build up. You're, you're, you're in it for multiple seasons. And so you, you could fill in a couple episodes in the old forest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think um, we're going to have a conversation next week with some friends. Uh, yeah, and, we are. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in, in all of our uppers uh, about some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and we had we had a really good conversation last week for your birthday. Yeah. Uh, with a friend, which we'll not spoil, but uh, it was awesome. It was a good conversation yes, about this. It was surprising to me some yes. of the things that came out. But, yes, it uh, was. Yes, it was. So so that's that's it. Um, I, I don't really. I said number two is not much else. I, I don't have a lot of complaints. Uh, with with this film, um, two and three, there's some things that I could I could make a, a longer list. But even then, it's you know it's these these movies changed my life my life. <laughs> These movies changed my life, Did I they? guess. Yeah. Changed my life into a live. And, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I can't, I can't, I don't know. It's cool to be a critic. I've heard you say this before many times. Um, we guess it's air quotes. It's cool to be a critic. But um, I don't know. I, I think I think when you're too critical, you're, you're overlooking a lot of things that could make you really happy. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really it. It would have been cool to see those things. Uh, I would have loved to have seen again here again Robin Williams as Tom Bombadil, but you know, yeah, yep. I can imagine that, and maybe that's even better. You know? Yeah, maybe it is. Because and maybe this is in here, and and it and it obviously changes the entire pacing of the film, and it lags, and then it's not my favorite movie. Maybe you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I do enjoy those, those sections in the book, and um, yeah, it would have been cool to see him in the film. So yeah, well um, for sure. I so. I have one more that I kind of want to want, want, want to mention. I think a lot of people would have thought that Jeez. I <laughs> that I would have said Gorfindel, uh, and and I did. I went ahead and said yeah. it. Um, but one that I thought about as as we were prepping the doc here, and I was prepping you know, the doc in there last minute, um, was the Hall of Fire. Yeah, and I really struck me during the reread how much I enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, how much I enjoyed uh, Bilbo and his song. And mm-hmm. him working with um, Aragorn, and uh, that could have worked in the extended edition too. Do yeah, you think? Yeah, I really I, do. I just too. think it was such a nice. I, I loved that mm-hmm. uh, in 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 the books, and uh, we don't get that Bilbo. That's Aragorn what I'm talking connection. about. I was, was going to oh, put in, uh, no, I was going to just say print in parentheses Bilbo. Yeah, you know more Bilbo. Yeah, because there was more Bilbo in the books, right. and, I, and I feel like uh, you know what, it just helps because he's you only get this first half of that movie. Yeah, uh, for him to to be a part of it. 
You and know, and so. even within the film, there's no specific connection to him and Elrond. Yeah. There's no scenes with he and Hugo weaving. And there's no scenes mm-hmm. with he and Viggo Mortensen either. So you could in the Hall of Fire, you could get that yeah. um, interaction with them. That would be really cool to see that you don't get you, you don't get the sense that they know each other if you just watch the films. You're like Bill and Aragorn, they didn't really hang out. Yeah, you know, Bill knew Rivendell. He knew, um, but that was he his was good in Rivendell friend. before, right? That was his good friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which calls is, him that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really so, good friend. Uh, uh, you know, the other piece is, is how hard is it for him to pop off of a seat there in the council, you know, and and want to take the ring back, right? You know, right. add another layer, right? Because uh, we 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 go we go so, to yeah we go to other lengths to show that he's he's still got got it on his mind. Consumed by it, uh, maybe right. not so much, but it still has a grip on him. Yeah. So yeah, throw him in the. Ca- he's not even at the council in the movie. He's not even there. I know. Um, so throw him in there and have that little moment. That would. It, and if you only include that moment in the extended edition, that's cool. But at least have him there. Yeah, that, that's a good. Even point. if he was sitting there and he didn't say anything, I would have been like, oh, cool. He's yeah, there. it would have been. You're he right. He deserves to be. He could have sit right next to Frodo and Gandalf, yeah. and it would have been. We've been like, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know. Cool. Good point. Yeah. So all right. And then Gandalf, that that you gonna talk about that one too or no? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, did, throw that one out. Yeah, sure, why not? Um, one more thing I thought would have been kind of neat is just an extended, um, you know, uh, scene with Gandalf up at the door. Yeah. Uh, possibly even you know, you could have just done it like point of view Gandalf at the door, you know, speaking his word of command, or you yeah. could have even got behind the door and really showed us something scary. Man, or you and, know? and even um, we could have even seen it how that how it happened in the book from a distant camera and not even really heard what he said, and that would have been cool too. Mm-hmm. And had the fellowship's reaction, like, "What is he saying? What's going on?" Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a quick one. I mean, cool. any, any I like time that. where I could extend a Gandalf scene, I I would do it. So, <laughs> um, okay, so we'll move on now to our favorite moments from film one. So, we try to narrow it down to moments? one moment. Oh, one, one moment. moment. Okay, but I kind of broke my own rule there uh, in in writing this document in format. So I apologize. But you want to go first? Do you have well, a what favorite am I moment? To do? Can I do moments or moment? What am I doing? Moment here? parentheses. Plural or S. singular? <laughs> you decide. <laughs> what does that even mean? I, what I, does I, plural yeah. and single even mean? Yeah, what's it mean to you? I don't know. Uh, Six syllable us. types? We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get know. there. Digraph, um, blend. Anywho. Yeah. Um, so, okay. My favorite moment from the film would just be the conversation between Bilbo, Frodo, and Gandalf. Hmm. I'm going to narrow it down to like one. That thing like that and so since i had to narrow it down to one thing i said conversations yeah yeah because <laughs> so there's multiple multiple conversations yeah, I, I, yep. every time those characters are speaking to each other i love it right absolutely love it so your favorite moment is the conversation that's that's the thing yeah the object or whatever right that happens between the subjects yes there you go yep yeah that's it okay. i mean so like in the in the beginning just that you know both of them reuniting with gandalf yeah, is such a good moment. I, it's one of my favorite things to see. Yeah. Every, I'll honestly just turn it on to see that. Cool. Do you laugh every time they laugh? Yeah, I mean, I do too. I I've grin seen it hundreds I'm, of times, yeah. and it makes me feel so happy. It's like those right. laughs are so genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, no kidding. I'll turn it on just to watch. Uh, yeah. You know, up through the shower. I'm like, all right, cool. I do good. that too. Good. All right, turn it oh, off and uh, put in two towers. <laughs> what? What? There's a lot of Aragorn in that, uh, so I agree with that. That's, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but no, I, I just, I, what, and even as you, as you go through, it's just the, I think the reason I like it so much mm-hmm. is because you have in this world, um, a wizard mm-hmm. speaking to the least, yeah, the least of these, the least of these, right. Yeah. You know, in uh middle earth mm-hmm. 
and then kind of holds them actually in high esteem, essentially. Yeah. And there's more to him than meets the eye. Yeah. He's even a little, I think sometimes uh, they always surprise him. Yeah. He's, he, and I think that's sort of what's so intriguing to Gandalf is that the hobbits surprise him time yeah. and time again. Yeah. Uh, the other characters learn that along the way. Yep. And it's sort of like th- there, there's something in that just small. Okay. Gosh, can I just, can I say something? Preach it, baby. Come on. Can I say something? Get on top of that stump. Sometimes I think, you know, like uh, we think about life and we think, uh, oh, it's going to be grandiose and huge and you've got to go through uh-huh. life and make a name and, you know, forge this whatever, mm-hmm. uh, leave an impact, all this, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think, I just think it's so... Like, what control and power, I, like, I, I don't know, to, to be humble and to put yourself, like, out of the spotlight, even, I don't know, just, just to kind of mm-hmm. put, put your head down and just go forward and be and not worry about all of that extra, you know, yeah. jazz. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know. It, and it's, it's so, sometimes when I think about the Hobbits, I'm just sort of like, they just, this is just who they are. They're simple. Yeah, I mean... So the celebration of a simple life and a simple... I mean, how often do we make life more complicated than it needs to be? All the time, right? Yeah. It's just... You're right. It's uh, taking it back to the you know golden rule, man. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, treat others as you'd like them to treat you. That's that's what a hobbit, I think. And then you have the ones that gossip. You know, say whatever you want about them. They're... they're I don't... you know, Well, yeah. Throw them to the wayside, bro. Okay? Yeah, get them I'm out. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No. But, you know, they're, they all have that. They They're... Yeah, they're unimportant, I guess. And that's what makes them so important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And and, and to think that Gandalf is this wizened counselor mm-hmm. who's there to he supposed to be. Yeah, and he does he see it. it. Yeah, you know? Does. And that's what makes me like him even more yeah. is that like he is someone who is thrust in to be the person who is going to blaze a trail and who is going to leave a mark in this world. You know. And Yeah. You know, a character, a favorite character of mine said, you know, Legolas, what do your what do your elf eyes see? And um I think maybe he should have said, you know, Gandalf, your eyes are more perceptive than all of ours. It sees through, it sees through flesh and bone to the spirit underneath. Yeah. And I think he did say that at some point. I think he said it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just made him. So, (laughs) but yeah, you're right. His, just the perception of Gandalf is pure. Yeah. So yeah. Any hoozles, there it is. So I have three that fit into one, I guess. I broke a subcategorized. So, uh, my favorite character reveal is the meeting of Strider and the prancing pony. All right. Love it. First time you saw it, you're like, dang, these hobbits is in trouble. Who's this dude? <laughs> and then you find out very quickly that he's this reliable and just so mysterious and cool, you know. Um, well, he looks like one of the Black yeah. Riders. If you don't know any better. I know. You know, that's the whole point. I know. A little, little like, caution from you that there's no trinkets you carry. He's got that real breathy voice. <laughs> you draw far too much attention to yourself, Mr. Anael. <laughs> Um, and then my favorite, uh, location, uh, featurette or reveal, I guess would be, um, the, the whole ride, the concerning hobbits, the ride up to bag end with Gandalf and, and Frodo. And especially that one scene it's, they're on a crane or they're using a, uh, I don't know what they're, it's probably a big crane that they're right, using where they, where Gandalf comes up bag shot row, his, mm-hmm. his horse and cart slow to a stop and you're and it's kind of just guiding you right uh, in there. at that gotcha. moment in particular. I'm like, that's, that's one that always sticks out. Um, yep. And then I, I still, I, I make this contention guys, the last 20 to 30 minutes of this film is the greatest film that has ever been. It's, it's, 
it is the Mount Everest of film accomplishments. It capitalizes on the music, the acting, the drama, uh, everything, everything. It's perfect. If I had to show, if I had to show an alien our best um, excerpt of of cinema film, I'd say, okay, we're gonna watch from this moment mm-hmm. where Boromir tries to take the ring yeah. until the end of this movie and the credits roll. And that's all you're getting. That's all you need. Okay. <laughs> if I had to see one chunk of film and it's my last one, if this is my, okay, here you go. This is my last supper. I'm getting executed tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Or in five minutes or mm-hmm. no, 30 minutes. And they say you get, you can watch one 30 minute segment of a film. Boom. Right there. Kind of a weird request, I guess, but that would be my, <laughs> I think, wow. I mean, no, I've heard you say that before and I think that's, uh, I think it's true. It's hard to, it's uh, hard to, hard to, it's an opinion. So it's impossible to, say I'm wrong but it's you know hard to kind of hard to fight I think especially if you're a fan of these films I mean a lot of stuff happens all your hopes and dreams for this quest are brought to its knees you lose a character who who redeems himself uh, you have a another character with the weight of the world on his shoulders leaving on his own how dramatic is that only to have his his best friend run after him and refuse to go to the point of dying mm-hmm then yeah. you have two of your friends who are taken by the, the villains and you have no idea what happens to them and you're left with three heroes brought to tears going, what do we do next, man? Mm-hmm. Let's hunt some orc. You know what I mean? Like that's right. pretty it's pretty epic. Right. And then the, the final lines of, you know, I watched it today. I'm almost going to cry talking about it right now when he says, um, what did he say? He says, I hope they, I hope they find a safer route. You know, and, and uh, yeah. Sam says, Strider will look after him. You know, he's always there comforting him. And yeah. then he says, I don't, yeah. I don't suppose we'll ever see them again. And you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Like, we don't really have that problem in our lives. That doesn't happen very often because we have Facebook. We have Instagram. We can call people. We can voice. We can FaceTime people, you know? Right. Um, and, and then, and in that moment, it's like it's a reality. We, made, we might get killed five minutes from now. They could die. We don't right. know what their fate is. And, and Sam just looks at him and says, we may yet, Mr. Frodo. We may. And Frodo turns to him and says, Sam, I'm glad you're with me. Yeah. To have somebody to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the you're friendship. right. The friendship. The friendship right. is, I mean, it's half you of know, what we have. You know what I mean? I mean, talk to, I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, you're right, though. I mean, it, it actually wasn't too long ago, I guess, in the in, uh, when you look at like history, um, to where we someone would take off for a long trip, go out west or whatever, mm-hmm. and we really wouldn't see them ever again you know it, it like yeah. our, the, our means of communicating with them and try it was letters yeah it was you know what i'm saying yeah. It, yeah so huh yeah interesting pretty amazing huh yeah all right well uh let's come back to reality unfortunately um so we just have this one little quick snippet we're going to do theatrical re- release versus the extended edition and then um i'm gonna i'm gonna take us out by the fire and we'll close with like five or six just little trivia bits that i'll read, read to you and get your reaction Okay, cool. Yeah, it's cool. So theatrical re- release, well, it's hard to say. Uh, and the extended edition, um, you know, so we, we've talked about how the extended edition does a fantastic job of going in and adding extras from the books as well as giving, you know, fan service. And the Fellowship of the Ring, it's 30 extra minutes um, of additional storytelling that you get to experience. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, but do you have a, a do you prefer one over the other? Oh, yeah. I mean, extended edition. Right, it's me yeah. too. That was my number one. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Do you think it's advantageous, though, if someone has never seen the films, to say, watch the theatrical release first, 
and then the extended edition. I do think it is because I do too. Uh, you, you want them to kind of like um, love it, right? Right, and that is what the thea- theatrical. Um, okay, I almost made fun of you because it was saying it was it, it was it was hard, hard to say, but theatrical release it's difficult. Uh, it's hard to say, uh, but yeah, I think that's what we fell in love with, right? You know, and right. then when when we when somebody said there's more. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's add yeah. that on because we already love it. Hungry for it. Um, but Give if you seconds. just showed me the extended edition and I didn't, I really wasn't into it. I wasn't really quite sure what not. I mean, yeah, it's still really great, but I can see why you would get uh, like, wow, I'm getting tired. Like this right. is a lot. I've, I've you know seen I mean? more than this. Why do I need to watch this? Yeah. I, I, yeah. So is that what you're saying? Yeah. Going from the extended to the theatrical? No, no, no. I was saying Sorry. going from the theatrical to, to, the, to extended. the extended. Okay, is that no? I'm I'm starting with extended. You 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 said. Oh, I'm starting with theatrical. No, I, yeah. No, I was okay. saying that if you start with theatrical, I think that's a good thing. Yes. Okay. But if you start with extended, yeah. then I feel like. What's the point of watching theatrical? In a way. Well, but also I think you could get bored with like if you're not. My my point is mm-hmm. that theatrical was what got us into it. We yes. loved that. Yes. It's it's it a love letter. It's mm-hmm. a short. Punch, it's what we had to see first. Yeah, it's there. Right. Like that is what wins the awards. That's what won the awards. True. True That's what, you know. Yep. uh, So, and that's what people love. That's what we should, that's what you see on TV, et cetera. Most people, that's what they know. Yep. Um, And so then, you know, if you're super crazy about it, there's more for in the extended edition. But I think if you just saw the extended and you, you had never, like if you're brand new and you just, we had to throw you into something. Yep. I don't think I'd throw a friend into the extended right away. I think that's smart. I don't know. I, yep. I mean, maybe not. I'd say watch the theatrical on your own because I'm not going to watch it, but no, I'm just kidding. I'd watch it with a friend. Um, wow. Wow. I know that was wrong. I shouldn't Jeez, have said that. Jeez, man. But anyhow. Hardcore. Um, yeah. Okay. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, no, it's rare. thousand percent, bro. That's I know. Really rare. Jeez, for two guys who don't really like each other. Okay. So, um, so here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the fire going, and we're gonna just talk a little bit of of trivia. So some of this you may have heard as maybe some you haven't, and uh, I just want your reaction. We'll do like five of these. So again, this yep. is guys, this is pulling from the IMDb trivia page. So some cool stuff here. Um, oh, hello. We had a little Winnie Sue walking we through. We have and a Goldberry. Hey. Oh, she's. You guys wonderful. want to sit around the fire? And listen to some trivia? Sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Um, oh, interesting. This is starting with my, uh, my favorite guy here. Viggo Mortensen did his own stunts. He also insisted on using only the real steel sword, uh, commonly referred to as the hero sword, instead of a, a significantly lighter aluminum sword or a safe rubber one, which were manuf- manufactured for battle scenes and stunts. So he wanted the real deal. Are you making these things up? No. <laughs> I even added the hero sword. That's not on there. That's a term they call it. The real one is called the hero sword because you feel the weight. And he wanted that that feeling. It's, it's uh, pretty amazing. Another one kind of playing on our, our favorite guy here, Aragorn. He's your favorite character too, as. Uh-huh. Yeah. When Pippin is being hit with the apples after asking about second breakfast, it is Viggo Mortensen chucking the apple at his head. So he really threw that. <laughs> they had to shoot the scene 16 times to get it just right. And Billy Boyd says he believes Mortensen enjoyed himself immensely. How? I mean, so he was he just standing there like could he like he just sees him there and he just tosses the. So, well, my question: know. He has to be behind that bush, right? Because he Is throws him from. Are you questioning the power of a Numenorian? Is that what you're doing? I, just think there's I also think they missed yeah. out on an opportunity. Maybe the extended editions should have been called "Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring." Second breakfast. Sure. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? 
Um, okay, here's here's a little interesting one. This one's really cool to think about, and and just also because of how they adjusted sizes and did the force perspective and all that stuff, green screen and, all, and scale doubles. John Reese Davies, who plays Gimli the dwarf, uh-huh. is the tallest of the actors. What? Six one. Of all the fellowship actors, huh. he's the tallest one. He's six one. So there you go. Um, let me see. Let me find another good one here. It's nice out by the fire, isn't it? Yeah, it is very nice. Yeah, yeah sorry. This I'm distracted a, by your daughter. She's just beautiful. She's beautiful, I know. I know. So uh, Here's another one, not to just keep talking about Vigo, guys. Veteran Swordmaster Bob Anderson, who was in the Darth Vader suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard about fighting this. Fighting against Obi-Wan. You told me. Um, called Vigo Mortensen the best swordsman I've ever trained. Wow, how about that? Uh, Orlando Bloom landed the role of Legolas two days after he finished drama school. What a graduation present that would be. Can you imagine that? Yeah, really. Lucky. Um, let me see here. Oh, this is a cool one. It's not on here, but you and you, I'm sure you guys probably already know that. Um, the members of the fellowship got matching tattoos. Oh yeah, I I did. Uh, um, except for one actor. Who do you think it was? What is it in the fellowship? There are nine members of the fellowship. Each only eight only of them? eight of them got the matching tattoo. Who is the one who did not? Um, are you serious? I thought they all did. No, there's one who did not. Um, I would say, um, hmm, only eight. Uh, John Reese Davies. You looked it up. No, I did not. I did not. You're right. I'm John Reese Davies did not get a tattoo. Why? He did not get a match. I don't. He's British. I don't know. Um. Okay, this is hilarious. And explain something within the film. What? Explain something. I don't know. I'd have to search that to confirm it. Goldberry's throwing out information here, feeling me very much. Making not feeling me. She well, might maybe. be making me she feel very much be. like Tom here, um, and uh, just kind of beside myself and a little, a uh, little disturbed in a good way. Uh, Boromir's speech at the Council of Elrond in Rivendell is read from a sheet of paper sitting on Sean Bean's lap, as it was only given to him the night before. Wow! And that's why you see him looking down so much. I get that. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah, I have noticed it. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Um, well, I didn't know that he was reading off of it. I, I didn't either. That's I remember him too. looking down. Yeah. Yep. Okay, here's one more, as, and it kind of goes into what you were talking about with the tourism of New Zealand, and we'll kind of call it quits there. Just go to these guys. This is amazing. Even if you've heard them before, they're fun to read. You know, you're bored at night or on the toilet or something, pull this up. It is estimated that filming of the trilogy pumped over $200 million into the New Zealand economy. The New Zealand government even created a minister for Lord of the Rings. Whose remit was to exploit all the economic opportunities the film represented. That is wow. amazing. So it created its own. It's not even necessarily tourism. It's Middle Earth tourism and economy. So pretty. Uh, That's pretty unreal. Amazing. Yep. So check those out. That's really cool. It's it's cool to reflect on. You know, we talk about behind the scenes of our of our book club. Talk about behind the scenes of, um, you know, me and Ez's experience. If you're listening to the chapters and the appendices, you know all about that. But um, it's cool to go back and, and, and uh, get all those nuggets about our favorite uh, actors and cast and crew. And yeah, I, I, I think we should get tattoos, you know? Ooh. You know? I like that idea. Like matching tattoos? The, all the uppers? What if all the uppers got <laughs> Everybody See, I in the, uh, in the book a, club. I think that's a pretty dang genius <clears throat> idea, my friend. What if it's something I think, really small? You know? I can think of a lot of really small things. Eight. Um, no, it'd be cool. Like maybe the number nine. Yeah, something. Or yeah. 
I have, that was a strikeout. Jeez, uh, do I get three <laughs> three strikes? Um, yeah, uh, something. I something. mean, hey, I've um, always loved uh, uh, Tolkien's like. Um, who would the holdouts be? We we'll have to do a poll. <laughs> you know what? I'm thinking. <laughs> Just kidding. Who would? Because we got to think about people who have tattoos, uppers who have tattoos. Because there's yeah. that whole there's that whole strand. I yeah. think Christopher Michael might be a holdout. You think so? I don't know if he has any ink. He I don't know if he'd get one. I don't know, Chris. What do you think? He might. I think Mike Upshaw might also be resistant for some reason. I just have this feeling. Yeah. You know, he lives in the Dead right. Marshes. It's it's really, really hot down there in, in Virginia. I don't know if, uh, you know, you get a tattoo and it gets all itchy. I'm not sure he's putting up with that stuff. Yeah, okay. I'm not gotcha. sure. Ephraim? I think he's, Ephraim might, though. What about Ephraim? I think Ephraim would. Ah, uh, yeah. Probably, like, he'd probably get a neck tattoo. What if, what if we find out, like, <laughs> a neck tattoo? What if we find out that, like, you know, they get on the Facebook, they're, I would, you know, they're, like, offended that we even I would never, I would never. We're just teasing, guys. Yeah, no. You know, and we could um, go through all of you if you wanted, but that'd be, that'd be uh, hilarious. It'd be fun. To like, where would you get a tattoo? What would it be of? Tolkien-wise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've always, I've actually always wanted Anduril somewhere. Yeah, Okay. I think that would be cool. Like, That'd where would you where would you get it though, so it doesn't twist on your when you move your arm or your leg or what? You know what I mean? Because then you you don't want a bent sword. I guess. I mean, it was broke once, so you don't want to broke it again. Break it. Hmm. Yeah, good question. Uh, I don't know. Forehead. Was it a good question or was it not a good question? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right. Well, uh, we want to thank you for stepping into the uh, into the studio with us, guys. So the, yeah. the film studio. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we'll be gazing into Galadriel's mirror. Is that right, Ez? I think that's right. Yeah. Um, and special um, guests, possibly. Yes. Yes. We're going to be reading all of your comments, so please get those in uh, this next week. If you're not, if you haven't gotten that in yet, get it in because uh, we're cutting it off on Friday night when right. we read. So that's what she said. Um, yeah. Whoa. So, anyways. Whoa. Um, wow. Um, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> that's a good way to end. Um, right, great. Good. As it's been good. I wish you all the best, my friend, and um, I may never see you again. But remember, Frodo lives.